like that song, but you know I can't go that high. Get your Bibles, if you would, please, tonight. I've been faced with a lot of hard things in the last few weeks, and every once in a while, you just want the windows open, don't you? And I was, just went through the Bible looking for the times that God said the windows of heaven open. And so if you, I want to start tonight in 2 Kings chapter 7. 2 Kings chapter 7, and I'll begin with verse 1. Then Elisha said, Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord. Tomorrow about this time shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel, two measures of barley for a shekel, in the gate of Samaria. Then the Lord, on whose hand the king leaned, answered the man of God and said, Behold, if the Lord would make windows in heaven, might this thing be? And he said, Behold, thou shalt see it with thine eyes, but shalt not eat thereof. Look over verse 9. Then they said one to another, do, we do not well. This day is a day of good tidings. And we hold our peace. If we tarry to the morning light, some mischief will come upon us. Now therefore come, that we may go and tell the king's household. Now back down, if you would please, to Second Kings chapter 6 and verse 13. And he said, Go and spy where he is, that I might send and fetch him. And it was told him, saying, Behold, he is in Dothan. Therefore send he thither horses and chariots and a great host. And they came by night and compassed the city about. And when the servant of God, of man of God, was risen early and gone forth, behold, a host compassed the city both with horses and chariots. And his servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? And he answered, Fear not. For they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, a mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. Pray with me, please. Heavenly Father, I pray tonight that you'll help us. As sometimes, Lord, we all go through hard times and things that we just have a hard time dealing with. And we just need to see beyond this life. We need to see the spiritual world and the way that you protect your people. And Father, I ask you tonight, help us rejoice in these things that you teach us about the windows of heaven being open to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God usually does his work through his servants on earth. In other words, uh, through preachers and prophets and so on in the olden days uh, through his servants God usually does his work that way but usually the invisible things in heaven are unseen by us now I've studied the Bible about this thing and I know it's true when you preach in the word of God just like we're gathered the Bible says if we're two gathered in my name that I'm with you and I believe that and I've experienced great blessings when just a few or a handful or where the house was full. But uh, I also I've studied this thing that when, you, when you're preaching the Word of God and we come together as believers, there's a war going on in this area. 
right here in this building with us tonight. The devil and his angels are doing everything he can to defeat uh, God's purpose for you and I. And he'll get your attention drawn for, from the Word of God any way he can. And uh, what we need to do sometime when we're going through hard times and we pray and it don't seem like it's getting anywhere and God just don't hear us or, or things are out of our control, we need to see beyond this world. We need to see what's going on around us. And uh, I want to share some things with you tonight. Sometimes God pulls back the curtain and allows certain people who have not seen the invisible, invisible to see that which is normally not visible to the human eye. Now, i give you some examples from the Bible. An angel came from heaven to tell a little Hebrew maiden she was to have the child of God, Christ. Heaven was open to some shepherds watching their flocks by night for lost the, the host of angels. Uh, listen to what they said. Glory to God in the highest on earth, peace and goodwill towards men. A faithful deacon saw heaven open as he lay dying, uh, being stoned to death for his faithfulness to the Lord. A Jewish fellow named Saul of Tarsus, traveling down a Damascus road, saw heaven open and heard a message directed from God, and he got saved. Weary travelers uh, named Jacob spent the night uh, beside the road, and heaven is open, and the Lord wrestled with him. A wicked king prepared to overthrow the city of Jericho, and the night before the invasion, the window of heaven was open uh, to Joshua. The Lord gives Joshua encouragement of victory. A wicked king uh, throws a wild party, and suddenly God pulls back heaven's curtain, and the unseen is seen. A hand writes on the wall. Many, many take up harson, which means the kingdom would be divided and given to another. Every once in a while, God opens the doors of heaven for his people, but normally we cannot view heaven, but ever so often we get a glimpse of heaven. I've told you about the man that I went to the hospital a lot of times to see him. He was dying, and he had leukemia, and they had to transfer his blood. They had to literally freeze him. Or, or almost freeze him and take his blood and transfer it out. And uh, I, I don't know how many times I'd go see him. He witnessed everybody in that hospital, one of the greatest soul winners I've been around in my life. But the night he got saved, I never will forget it, he, I was sitting there by his bedside, and he said, Preacher, would you read? And he gave me the psalm that he wanted me to read, and I, read, I was reading it. And he said, Listen to that. Do you hear that? Listen to that. They're coming. Now, he saw something that I didn't see, but I know it was real. I was there with him. And even the doctor and the nurses that came running in the room, uh, they said, something is going on here we don't understand. And what I'm saying is, sometimes uh, we get a glimpse, just a little glimpse of what the Bible is talking about. When I got saved, I said to myself, I don't want to just be a, another put-on Christian. I want to be uh, something real. I want my Christianity to be real. Now, I got my Bible, and I found out what causes the kingdom of heaven to open. Now, we all want it, but how do you get it to open for you? 
Number one, <laughs> the windows of heaven open for the dead of a saint of God. Uh, turn with me to Acts chapter 7 just a minute. Acts chapter 7. And I want to read verse 54. When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart, and they gnashed on him with their teeth. But he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looking up steadfastly into heaven, and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God, and said, Behold, I see the heavens open, and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. Now you think about that. Everybody has to die if Jesus don't come soon. But I heard a man talk about Gabriel blowing his horn, and Gabriel going to come give me, talking about an angel coming down and escorting me to heaven. No, I believe Jesus is waiting on me. Amen. And I just look forward to that great day, heaven opening him, literally reaching down and getting me and just lift me right on to heaven. And I believe that happens. I want the windows of heaven to open when I die and Jesus to welcome me home. And I know he's going to do it. I had a friend of mine that I was doing everything that I could to win him to Christ. And I just couldn't. He just would not receive Christ as a Savior. He said, I just can't believe it's that simple. And he died in his sins as far as I know. Maybe he asked the Lord to save him. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. I don't know. But if he didn't, the windows of heaven didn't open for him. But it did for me. It will for me, and it will for every Christian. Acts chapter 7, verse 56 is a beautiful picture. Someone says the Bible is in error here. Because the Bible says Jesus ascended up to heaven and was seated on the right hand of God the Father on high. That's true. But here, Jesus got up, looked out the windows of heaven, out of the faith to his faithful servant, and welcomed him home. Amen. I like. Uh, I, I read a little something about Dr. Bob Gray was talking to some preachers one day, and he said, "Man, I was scared to death today as I was flying to the meeting." The plane fell a thousand feet. Someone asked Dr. Gray, Did you think you were about to die? No, Dr. Gray said, Because I've been preaching about God's dying grace at the time of Christ, at the time a Christian dies. And I didn't have that at the time, he said. <laughs> Let that sink in. You'll get it in a minute. He was scared to death, amen. <laughs> and he said, I didn't have dying grace, so I knew I wasn't going to die, amen. I believe when a Christian's about halfway out of this life in another, uh, God meets him halfway, amen. The windows of heaven open when we give our tithes. Now, I, I try to get people to tithe for, for one reason. I want the blessing of God upon you. And uh, I had a person, I've had several do this, but they, I'll take my money and leave this church and your church will fall apart. No, it won't. It'll go right on, amen. And what I want to show you is, though, I, I don't ask people to tithe their money uh, to, for your money. We all, The church has got to have it. It's got to have tithes and offer. But the Word of God tells us to do it. And it's been commanded all the way through the Bible. But I want you to listen to this for just a minute. Will a man rob God? Malachi 3.8 Yea, ye have robbed me. But you say, when have we robbed thee? In tithes and offerings. You are cursed with a curse, for we have robbed, ye have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, 
that they may be meat in mine house and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, and I will open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Now, if, you have, if you've been a faithful tither and you've given your tithe, you know what I'm talking about here. If you can serve the Lord in your tithes and offerings and somebody, uh, God can touch somebody's heart way off somewhere and they can send you some money you don't even know where it's coming from. But God knows. Amen. And God will take care of you. And I've experienced that. And so Malachi said, if you want the windows of heaven open to you, uh, then serve the Lord in your tithes and offerings. I've been preaching all these years, studying the Word of God, and I know without a doubt, 10% of all that I got belongs to God. That's His. And if you steal that 10%, the windows of heaven is closed for you. That's why I know so many Christians today are having hard times. Their windows of heaven are shut up to them. Now, <coughs> the third window of heaven I want to show you is the windows of heaven open when a saved person gets baptized. Look at Matthew chapter 3 with me just a second. Matthew chapter 3. And I want you to read in verse 13, please. Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comest thou to me? Jesus answered and said unto him, Suffer to be so now, for thus it behooveth us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Now I know that the baptism of Jesus was different than ours, alright? When it comes to water baptism. But I'm going to tell you what, the night that I got baptized, I'll never forget it. I'll never forget that experience with the Lord. I got saved on Thursday night. Come Sunday, the pastor said, you need to get baptized. And I remember we went up the stairs to get baptized way up the stairs in a little room. <coughs> and I'm changing my clothes and getting ready to get in the water. I preacher baptized me. And when I come out of that water, I'll never forget the experience that I had. I just fall on my knees there and crying like a little baby with the Lord that I was glad that I had done everything that God called me to do when I got baptized, when I got saved by the grace of God. And I do believe there's a special blessing. And I believe that anybody that does not follow the Lord and believe in baptism after they're saved, they don't experience that. They don't have any idea what you're talking about. Because notice what the Bible says. Uh, baptism is not for salvation, but it's to show righteousness, what you have uh, righteously done. The fourth reason, the windows of heaven open when a child of God is persecuted. Now look with me in Revelation chapter 19. <coughs> Revelation chapter 19 <coughs> and verse 11. And God brought special miracles by the hand of Paul. So that when his... I'm, I'm sorry, Revelation. I was reading Acts. I got it close. Revelation chapter 19, verse 11. And I saw heaven open, and behold a white horse, 
and he that set upon him was called faithful and true and in righteousness he does judge and make war. If you study that chapter, you'll see that God said he will take care of those that's persecuted. John alone, exiled on the Isle of Patmos, and he's writing the book of Revelation, and he says, And I saw heaven open. God has a certain wonderful kind of relationship with people who suffer. Dr. Hancock was relating to me one day years ago how good God had been to him in some trying times in his life. And he went back to showing me these verses of Scripture. He, years ago he was flying up. His, he had a private plane and he almost landed on Mrs. Harden's house. But he crashed his plane and broke up his body and he suffered greatly because of it. But he always told me that God was always with him through that suffering. You think about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Uh, they were cast in a fiery furnace. The next morning the king looked into that fiery furnace and said, I see four men walking in there. One is like unto the Son of God. You know what happened? The windows of heaven were open to these three Hebrew children. You'll never know that experience until you suffer for the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and His cause. The windows of heaven open when the Christian suffers. And Job, many a Christian I've known, has had to say with Job of old, The Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I believe what I preach. I believe what I read from the old book called the Bible. I believe God's people are special on this earth. And I believe we can have the windows of heaven open to us every day. The song goes, it's real, it's real, I know it's real. Praise God, the doubts are settled, and I know, I know it's real. Amen. And when I read about these things and, and over the years experiencing things that I can't explain to people, this happened as I've prayed with people and been to people in the hospitals and in the homes and things, and I've seen it happen. God touched people, and you could feel something around you. I have had, and I'm not trying to say something that I don't believe is real. But you ever had? You ever been scared? I mean, really scared. Your hair on the back of your head stands up, and your arms on your hair on your arms stand up. I've been there. I'm driving down Highway 27 one day, and I'm pulling my bass boat, and <coughs> my wife's on the passenger side of my truck riding along, and a big old semi truck just slammed on brakes right in front of me. I slammed on brakes, went around that. Uh, semi truck, my tr trailer, boat, and everything else turned all the way around and landed right on the side of the road going the other way. And when I get scared, I laugh. And by the time I told my wife, hang on, I think we're going for a ride. <laughs> <laughs> but I never will forget. You talk about scared, brother. I was scared. But you know what? It's just like God had his hand on just got me right around it. I'm going down Highway 60 one time. I'm pulling my bass boat again. And I, I come up. That bass boat's heavy. I slammed on brake because another person 
stopped at a red light and there's a semi and I went just between them, run over the hood of my trailer, run over the hood of this man's Cadillac and uh, I went in the ditch. Not one thing. Not a rod out of that boat. Nothing moved. It was sitting there just as perfect as it could be. A man come running up to me. You all right, sir? Yes, sir. And my wife told the, the man that was driving the car, said, uh, Mary, or Kathy is going to be mad at you. He said, do you know my wife? He said, no, but it's on the front of your car. <laughs> I, tore, I tore that Cadillac and flipped the right off that thing. Not a thing hurt. Me and my wife, everything we had. You talk about God taking care of you. Man, I've had it so many times. How He just watches over and takes care of me. And I can truly say, it's real. It's real. Amen. And there's some things you can't explain. But I've had the power of God around me when I've been praying for people. I've seen them healed. I've seen God's blessing on people's lives. I was praying with somebody the other day about uh, some money or problems they had or something they're going through right now that God would bless them and what they were praying for would come true. He called me next day. You ain't going to believe it, preacher. I got exactly what I was asking for. Yes, I do believe it. You know why? God's good. And we can't see what God's doing. But it's real. And He's real. Amen. One of the greatest experiences you can have as the windows of heaven open is when you lead somebody to Christ. And some of the greatest experiences that I had. I'd like to write a book sometime on just the experiences I've had leading people to saving faith in Christ in the different places that I've got to lead them to the Lord. And how God, it, only God could do that. You know, how He could arrange things just right. You ever been praying for somebody and you wanted to lead them to the Lord and you're afraid somebody would be over their house, you're afraid some, uh, maybe the wife or husband or children or somebody would be there and you couldn't talk to them, you'd pray all the way over there, Lord, would you arrange it where I can talk to this person? And you get there and it's exactly, you walk right in, God's got it ready, and you had to say, only by God's grace. Amen? It's real. It's real. Stand with me, please. Father, would you bless your people? And Father, we do need the windows of heaven open to us. All the time. We love to see a miracle work every day of our life. We love to see the power of God at work in people's lives. And we rejoice in it. We give you all the praise and the glory for all your goodness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for being here tonight. Mm-hmm.